Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Should I start it off? Be, no, like I mean, like should I introduce it? So do I introduce? Do I introduce it, or someone gonna say story? So I was making dal mundane pressure cooker. <laughs> okay, I can I can start if you want. And then I started thinking about peer pressure. <laughs> please start it that way. I'm begging you, please start it this way. Okay. So you guys, today I don't know if you could understand, but. Uh, by Faison's story, today we're going to be talking about peer pressure, and yeah. We're using that? <laughs> we're using it, this is it. Does anyone have any stories they'd like to share? Any I'll just do. Are you going to talk about your go pressure ahead. cooker? No, no, no. No, no, you guys can go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, okay, this is really weird, but um, have you ever been in a situation where this is not like some crazy amount of peer pressure where like you're being forced to like drink or like you know whatever but i find it really hard when i'm with a group of friends that i don't know so so well where i can like comfortably voice my opinions when especially when they're like backbiting i find it really weird like being in that situation because it's like you know you shouldn't be doing it but you don't have the type of relationship where you can like say something but you can't leave either. So you're just there. You're just like, at times you're just like laughing along or like, which is obviously not a good thing, but you're just kind of like laughing along, whatever, whatever. And you're just like, in the back of your mind, you know, this is not right, but you can't do anything. I mean, you could, but like you choose not to. Yo, can I, can I tell you a story? Yes. Okay. So basically by you saying that, I just remembered one thing. I remember when I was in high school. So this was like grade nine. Actually, okay. I went to the, the school I went to high school two is like or grade nine and grade 10 is the same school i went to for grade six seven and eight okay so in these five years i had the same group of friends because the school is really small so you can't really pick and choose your friends you just you just you just figure it out with the the what is it what do they call it the hand you've been dealt but um i remember there was this there was this one girl okay and she used to like she used to match her uniform with her scarf and her shoes and she always looked really put together right but then everyone would make fun of her because she matched everything which is really weird to think about now because like why would you not want to be matching and so then people would be making fun of her and i would like laugh along and every single time i remember that memory i like cringe so hard because i'm just like that is the suckiest thing to do ever like she looked good she looked put together all these people were just like making fun of her out of jealousy she looks so good <laughs> i was that girl that people used to laugh at like oh my god people I, are awful. 
Including it, me back then. Legit, it really, really hurt. This, I'm not saying this to make you feel worse. <laughs> but, <laughs> Honestly, I sucked. So. No, no. I think the thing is, I don't understand why we do it, but I, ever since I have been li- little, I love getting dressed up, okay? Like, I can even, like, there's videos of me Same. at five years Clothes old. Those are fantastic. <laughs> there's videos of me at five years old running around trying to put on, like, my mom's lip gloss because, like, somebody knocked on the door. Like, yeah. I have always loved getting dressed up and, like, looking, like, you know, like, put together and all mm. that. So in high school, I, I used to do that, too. And people would, like, make comments saying, like, oh, this is not a fashion show. Like, my mom has never made that comment, but people in school would be like, you know, oh, like, are you, like, are you going to a party afterwards? Why are you so dressed up? Or, like, you know, if you, like, you don't always have to, like, try and prove that you're better than everyone. And I'm like, I'm not. I just like wearing, like, like, dressing up. I like wearing dresses. I like, like, putting on jewelry and makeup and all of that. And then it really, really hurts. And honestly, I think... When I was before high school, I used to think peer pressure would be a much bigger issue in the sense of, like, people would pressure me to drink or do drugs. That never happens. <laughs> that is not that, like, people are not, okay, two things. Drugs and alcohol are expensive. People are not going to pressure you to, like, drink their expensive stuff or eat their expensive <laughs> things, okay? And the peer pressure that I actually had to deal with was more so people telling me, that I'm the odd one out because I dress a certain way or I'm the odd one out because I think a certain way and I shouldn't think this way or like it's more so like peer pressure to like conform to the norm it's not really to do like activities I'm gonna say one more story before I pass it on to Yasmin and Faison but again in this same school bro the school is just toxic that's that's just my conclusion but I used to wear like really oversized clothing like yo before oversized clothing was a trend I was on that wave I just need to put that out there <laughs> and so I used to wear like oversized clothing all the time that was what I was comfortable in that's what I liked and I used to get made fun of so much people would be like do you think you're cool it's not cool by the way it's not cool and I'm just like why do you guys care but yeah anyways I, okay this is me telling one of the most embarrassing probably one <laughs> recently I've had an embarrassing moment that topped everything but one of the most embarrassing Wait, moments of is my it, life is it no shush we're not talking about it we're not talking about it but what happened i think i was in grade seven and at that time i really really wanted to be a part of like the popular girls squad and i couldn't figure out even though i had a really really good like circle of friends i for some reason in my head was like oh no i need to be a part of that circle of friends so i had a friend who was in that circle of friends that i had known since like grade three so like we had been like friends since childhood so I went up to her and I was like, how did you, what can I do to make myself like more acceptable to everyone? Legit, that was my question. And she, and I real, and honestly, this is, I'm not holding this against her. We've all said and done stupid things and we've all grown up. But at that point she told me, okay, well, I thought she would be like, you know like she would boost me up a little bit and be like oh no you don't need to do anything just come hang out with us and she goes okay well number one you need to stop wearing heels at school it makes you look very obnoxious number two um you need to do something about your clothes like you can't be so matchy matchy like that's not okay 
Like she had a whole list of things about me and it was all had to do with the way I dressed, okay? Every single thing had to do with the way I dressed. She had a whole list of things for me, hairstyle, this, 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 that I needed to change about myself so then I could be accepted into that group. I, I tell you, I was so embarrassed. I was like, why did I even put myself in the situation that someone could criticize me? Like, why did I even ask? Why was... And then after that, like, it took a really long time. It took a couple of months to fit anywhere. The friends I have are good friends. And this is all I need. But, yeah. Just wanted to share that because peer pressure. Like, you know, it was every... Because almost our class was really small. It was 16, 17 people. So, and I'm kind of, like, giving away so many details right now. But it was a very, very small class. So basically, like, almost everyone was in that group of friends that I wanted to be a part of. And I was just kind of like the one or two people who weren't in that group. So I felt very left out. So it's peer pressure in that sense. Peer pressure to, like, change who you are so you can fit in better with other people. For me, it's sort of like a story that I... It's something similar to Randa. Um, Like, in high school, like... All the Muslim people were judging these two girls because each time they stepped into high school in, in the school, they would um, they take their hijab off, they go to the bathroom, change their clothes, they put on makeup, and they try to look nice and everything like that. And um, in my heart, I'm like, God knows what's going on in their house, but I never made the effort to be their friend because I conformed with the thoughts of like the entire muslim community in the school saying that oh my goodness they're so haram and all that kind of stuff and like there was this one time where i went to the i went into the washroom and uh she was crying but then i was like i was with all my friends and i was with all my friends and everything and i wanted to ask her what happened and everything like that but like they were all ignoring her and rolling their eyes and I really really wanted to but I knew that if I did something um uh they would they would be like what the hell is mean like she she deserves to be in pain like she's she's not following Islam and all that kind of stuff you know um so like in that sense I've experienced peer pressure that I wasn't able to take a stand or like help her comfort her and it's it's a lot of regret like even to like sometimes i see her and everything like that and i'm just like crap oh it's hard yeah i also feel yeah i also feel like the fact that i didn't say anything that also makes me a bully because i didn't take any action i just want to say two things really quickly to anyone listening number one we've like I have, me included, like we have all been in situations where we've said something or done, said or done something or not done or said something because of others around us or because we thought this wouldn't like be accepted or it's not like what everyone else would want to do. And it don't feel too guilty. Don't beat yourself up over it. 
it happens. It's a part of growing up. As long as you now can recognize that at that time, maybe you should have acted differently or done something differently. As long as you acknowledge that and you try and improve, that's fine. Like I know too many people who beat themselves up about past mistakes. And the reality is it's gone. That time has passed. You can't do anything to change it. But what you can do is self-reflect and then in the future, inshallah, you know, not repeat that same mistake. But also on the other hand, I just want to say, I had in grade seven and eight, like that was kind of like my struggle period in terms of like how I dressed and how we spoke and all of that. I had so like I would go to school, like I begged my mom to buy me different clothes and like to like, you know, do this or that. But like now it's the, this is the same reason that I get a lot of comments. Like people are like, oh, I love your, like your dressing style or I love that you wear bright colors or I love that you do this. The thing is, as long as you yourself are happy, eventually things will work out. Like not to say that you need others validation for you to like, you know, dress a certain way, like do what you were already doing. But this is to say that just because someone's criticizing you on one thing right now, doesn't mean that that's going to be like your weak point your whole life. You will eventually, there's so many people in the world eventually you're going to find people who vibe with you and who like, who bring you up and who don't put you down over these things, over these things. People who like your bright hijabs because they make you happy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's been so many times where I've seen Misha's bright pink hijab and I'll like run to her like, Misha! And then, <laughs> and then I'm like, yes, I know it's Misha, you know? It's that comfort. You know it's Misha. <laughs> a lot of people can pull off wearing a yellow hijab and you can do it and like, <laughs> teach me. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I appreciate the flattery, but legit every single person in this group has a sense of style that is like spectacular. Like, wow. Thank you. Complimented Faison. Oh. <laughs> We're excluding him from the group. Faison right in a, a fashion sense. Oof. Okay, okay. okay. But legit, Faisan, when he dresses up for his, this is not me dissing you regularly, this is not a diss, but legit, for his IV presentations, one time this dude came to the prayer room and I was like, is this the same guy? Listen, we had I, I can literally give you a room tour of all the blazers I have right now. I have some fire clothes. I just choose not to wear them until it's necessary. That's very sad. We, we had a recording with Imad and Rawa. And this guy is like, I did a new hairstyle. And I'm like, oh, nice. And it was actually really nice. So, yeah. <laughs> when For he tries, it's good. Also, guys, um, we should all be, everyone send Faison congratulations in the comments. If you're listening to this, he recently started the skincare routine and figured out that shampoo and conditioner should be in different bottles, not in one. This is the positive peer pressure you get from being around three girls in a podcast. <laughs> okay, yeah, Faison, you haven't told us about your peer pressure, so... Yeah, I'm trying to spill think. the tea. I'm trying to think. Um, Other than the skincare routine. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I make fun of it? Can I make fun of sure. it right now? Yes, okay. So, basically, um, this guy, uh, he would uh, grab... He'd wash his face, then he'd grab cleanser. Can I just stop you here for a second? No, no, I have you a can't dumbass me. roommate who never corrected me. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, it's your fault. Anyways, so this guy grabs the cleanser and puts it on his face and lets it dry. Then he grabs moisturizer and then he puts moisturizer on top of the cleanser. But yeah, that's I that's, legit. I am baffled that someone 
I'm baffled that someone could think that was the proper way to do it. Faison, did you not get any pimples? Um, I I had. It's honestly on and off. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh no! How? After you like when you started you doing like leaving the cleanser on, it did it not dry your skin and break you did, out? Yeah. Did you not break out? I had dry. It was, my skin was really dry. I thought that was part of the process. <laughs> no. Oh <laughs> my god. Yeah. Oh. Also, side note: Do you wear sunscreen at night? No. Okay, good. I was like, is this your nighttime routine? Because sunscreen I, is not I wear to sunscreen when I'm going outside. Good. Dude, okay. let me tell you, you it's so hard to. Okay, listen. My morning routine is to put beard oil. It's so hard to put moisturizer and cleanser on top of beard oil. Like, <laughs> when you have this on your face, skincare routines become you exponentially harder. You. With, with, with moisturizer, just put it on your skin. Yeah, you put it on I your tried. skin. Like, you know, like, it's weird because, like, the shape is, like, really weird. You have to, like, go. It's like you're lining up your beard every single morning. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's okay. Just go, like, you do this. Yeah, you put some and you go like this. Like that. Also, don't rub it in. Pat it in. Yeah, pat it in. Pat it in. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> he was not doing that. So, this no, is also I was going a lesson. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is also a lesson to any girls, like, giving advice give advice completely otherwise this is what will happen people yeah. putting on cleanser without washing it off literally gives me so much stress thinking about it <laughs> like, i am sweating right now oh, you know. anyways um okay peer pressure yes uh i would think there's obviously positive peer pressures and negative peer pressures i think from the negative peer pressure standpoint i would uh I would, I think most of my experience, I'd link it back to IV in that obviously there was like drinking, partying, whatever. But the one I actually want to get at is um, the professional one. So there has been a lot of times where, so the metric of success that most people use, especially when it comes to recruiting is like um, either the prestige of the company or like the salary you're going to get. And typically those two things are correlated. Like the more prestigious the company, the higher the salary you're going to get. And typically finance, like, investment banking sort of roles have the most like prestige so to speak and the most like money but that's not something like i ever sort of considered and um that's not something i actively pursued because um by speaking to like a bunch of muslims in that area they say that like you know chances are you're gonna deal with like riba and interest and all that and that's just not something i i was um that's not something i wanted to do right and so that like that thought because I knew I was good at it and like finance as a course was like my highest grade in my first semester and I could have recruited for it easily but I never did it right and that would always like be in the back of my mind I was like because I never had a job at the time right and I kind of like got an internship by the end of the recruiting season but it was always like I, I, I can do this and I'm good at it and like I'd be able to do it and make like a lot of money or whatever but it's just like and everyone around you is doing it and that's the thing of prestige like you hear like person working at like new york wall street finance or whatever like oh my god he's so smart this and that i'm like i can literally do that but i can't at the same time you know so that just like sucked because at the end of the day i knew i wasn't trying to prove myself to other people but like low-key i was because you know like everyone's having like jobs and this and that and i'm like i am just as capable as you but like, i can't show it so that really really sucked um, but alhamdulillah, um, I'm over that now and, um, uh, things worked out for the better. And, uh, yeah. And I think the positive peer pressure, I guess 
that is something that um I think that's something also that came this year. I think that was mostly from like the MSA people, right? And just like in general, like people like propping you up and like supporting you throughout like the times where like things just suck. And um, one thing I really liked, uh, uh, one thing I like, I guess unsolicited advice is that like, so everyone has like their own like journey and everyone sort of has their own like struggles, right? What I liked about like the, the people that helped me out in the MSA last year was that people never judged me, right? Despite like what I was going through, even though like sometimes you could have perceived that as like, oh, like why is he doing this or why is he doing that? Or like, is that even a struggle or like whatever, right? So I really appreciated that. So help out your friends. And um, yeah, any amount of support is always helpful. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of off topic, but sometimes all your friends need is for you to listen to them rant. That's it. Mm -hmm. And that is the biggest help. Really? But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Peer pressure. Hmm. Do you guys feel like you still experience it? Like versus like high school? Hmm. Yeah. Different things. In different things right like oh actually one of the ones that i experienced right now um is so all the friends that i have here in london the, the, okay so when i was back in mississauga my my parents are like pretty strict with the whole like, covid thing right because like my parents are like uh i think they're at higher risk and so i would always play it safe but when it came to london all the people here like whether i'm playing soccer with them or whatever they would be a lot more like lenient and so, like, that would be, like, a form of peer pressure as well because it's, like, all your friends are, like, and these are really, really close friends. Like, they're always going out, inviting you, like, whatever, whatever. And it's so hard to just, like, say no, you know? I remember on the group chat the other day, they're, like, oh, let's go grab sushi the other day. And everyone's, like, yeah, down, down, down. I'm, like, um, I don't think I can come. Join uh, through I told them, I told them the reason, and they're, like, okay, that's completely fine, but it sucks, right? Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that COVID thing. Like, I have my circle of, like, 10 people, and that includes, like, my cousin. Okay, I have two things to say about this, actually. One, it's really hard because sometimes, especially, I like, there are certain people that really like to pressurize you because you're being safe. It's almost seen like, oh, you're a wuss. And it's like, yes, but I would rather not like you know risk my parents or like there's uh, we have a little girl who's two years old who stays at our house and like we babysit her sometimes and i'm just like i would rather i love her that's a and good i would rather <laughs> yeah i'm like that sounds really <laughs> odd to say like she stays at our house we she like she comes over because we babysit her and so, so for her like i have to be safe because she's two years old i can't put her at risk but also to the other extent of that i find we are sometimes a little bit too quick to judge so over the weekend i posted a snap on my not a snap like a wow i'm old i don't even know the words i posted on my instagram story uh, a picture of it was a video of me and my cousin and we're like being dumb and whatever it is 
And somebody like sent me a reply to that saying, wow, you're telling us like you always post about like following social distancing measures. And then here you are like not wearing a mask and like just like having fun and all this. And I can hear background noise too. And I debated putting a story up afterwards saying, first of all, it's a private event where it's only two families like who are in each other's social circle and second of all we're just it's only 10 people but we're just very loud people so it seems like it's a lot of people and second we're in our house like we're in each other we don't need to like all that like there's so many things that you don't know so why you don't have the right to comment on someone um circumstances but i didn't post that story because i was like that's just gonna invite more like criticism back and the thing is it's not anyone's business. If someone wants to think a certain way, they can think a certain way. That's not my like issue. But peer pressure, like in terms of even COVID goes both ways. It can be negative and it can be, because like, this is something that I am allowed to do within the law and within safety and everything. But I am being peer pressured in a sense to like not do it. Yeah. I don't even know if that made sense, but I said it. <laughs> no, it made sense. Okay. Thank you, sister, for sharing your thoughts. We will see you at the next. We will see you at the next halaka, Tuesday, six thirty. Can Bieber attend? <laughs> Remember, brothers and sisters, to turn off your cell phones. Is Bieber allowed to attend? Shoulder to shoulder. Are Bieber allowed to attend? No, foot to foot. But brothers and sisters, we need to raise twenty million dollars for this massage. <laughs> Please, please help out. Donate in the name of Allah and Allah oh, will give you so much. First starting bid, does oh anyone God. want to be generous? <laughs> Donate $5 million. Brothers, only $5 million. 25% of the masjid is under your name. SubhanAllah. Think of the Sadaqah Jariya. Damn, Faisal! We know Faisal can get a job at the masjid. Yo! <laughs> Literally, that's great TikTok content, by the way. Oh, yes, that may do it. Actually, anyone, make it into a TikTok. Okay, brothers, we'll make it easier. Okay, you don't have five million dollars. That's okay. These two brothers or sisters want to join for five million dollars. <laughs> Please and do this on TikTok. Do this on TikTok. Fidan, wear your thobe. Wear your thobe. Put on a prayer hat. Do it. And your glasses, put your glasses yeah, on. Yeah, put glasses on. Anyone Dude. want to donate? 25 of them. This too. Like you yes, shrink your nostrils. Have no nostrils. <laughs> All right, people. Thank you for listening. Um, and uh, we'll see you at the next one. Please remember to uh, submit the anonymous uh, stories and um, question, like Q&A thing. Uh, it's the Google form is in our Instagram bio. We love hearing your uh, funny stories and we want to hear about different topics that you think might be something that you're going through and we love to give our thoughts on it. We're not qualified in any way whatsoever, but we love it nonetheless. So yeah, uh, it's anonymous if I didn't mention that and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. And donate to MPL. <laughs> <laughs>
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 